Well, we start by taking a look at those pol- uh, the uh, crime stats that were released by the police ministry. Police Minister Begi Kele released those statistics for the last financial year. That would be from the 1st of April 2019 to the 31st of March 2020. And this was, of course, um, uh, done from Pretoria earlier this morning. Kele says that cash in transit heists, bank and house robberies have decreased, while violent crimes, including murder, rape and and robbery increased. The murder rate increased by 1.4%, while rape increased by 1.7%. Fellow South Africans, the crime statistics for 2019-2020 reflects the slowing down of the increase in violent crimes. Indeed, we are not where we want to be. However, we are pleased with the improvement in most upon crime, crime categories. In contact crimes, particular matter, we have recorded a trend of, of halving the case increase in the past three years. In 2017-2018, the case difference was 1,320. 2018-2019, the difference was six, 686. In 2019-2020, we have recorded a case difference of 303. Equally, on the 17 community reported crimes, we have recorded a noticeable decrease of 2.7 as compared to an increase of 0.7 last year. Another crime category worth mentioning is that of a stock theft, which recorded an increase in the past three years. <clears throat> last year, we made a commitment to deploy intervention measures in this regard which proved to be yielding positive results. Hence, stock theft has recorded a decrease of 4.2%. I always argue that the same resources that are deployed to fight aggravated robberies must equally be channeled to address stock theft, as this is regarded as a serious crime to rural areas. Well, there is always an argument here to say, if it is a cash hide, if it is a bank robbery, you deploy everybody, you deploy, uh, you deploy helicopters. When, when it is a stock theft, uh, it's, you, you, we are slacking. Whereas the wealth for those people that are in the rural areas having this, uh, uh, this stock, this cackling, all that to them is enough, enough wealth to be protected. Members of the media, another important category that has recorded a significant decrease is property-related crimes, where all crimes under the category indicated a major decrease, including burglary at the residential premises, which has declined by 6.7%. Furthermore, robbery at the residential properties has also recorded a decrease of 5.8%. The significant reduction in the crime of fear contributes positively towards police and community relations. When families feel safe in their homes, it builds an enhanced confidence in the police and the justice system. Meanwhile, <clears throat> under subcategory aggravated robbery, robbery of a cash, cash in transit recorded a decrease of 10.4% and bank robberies declined uh, by 100%. Well, there were four last year and uh, there, there was nothing this year. That's this 100%, it, it, it sounds big, but only are just four. During the period under review, 
there were no bank robberies in South Africa. However, in the same category, car hijacking and truck hijacking have recorded an increase of 13.3% and 1.7% respectively. Operational interventions have been deployed accordingly to address the growing increase. Fellow South Africans, this category of crime, this is sexual offences, has terrorised most households and communities as most of these crimes happen behind closed doors and only publicized when the offense has been committed and in most cases when victims of crime are no more. Awareness campaign of the gender-based violence and femicide must be intensified. Private sector and gender activist organizations must work together with the government to defeat the scourge of ex exposed perpetrators in this regard. It is of concern that educational institutions are becoming hotbeds for sexual violence. 380 cases of rape were reported at either school, universities, colleges or day, day center facilities. Certain categories of sexual offenses have recorded a decrease while other categories are on the increase. Top 30 stations, ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> last year we made a commitment that there cannot be police stations that will be permanently in the top 30 if we are indeed serious about halving violent crime in the next decade. During the reporting period of 2019-2020, we have experienced significant improvement in about 12 stations which were stubborn over the past year. The dominating provinces in the top 30 stations, particular in murder and rape, Awazulu Natal, Gauteng, Eastern Cape, and Western Cape. Western Cape recent crime statistics also show us that specialized policing in targeting areas does produce results. The additional resources on the Operation Lockdown and Operation Thunder and Anti-Gang Unit in Western Cape has decreased the murder rate and overall serious crime in the province. For the first time, in many years, Nyanga Police Station has recorded a 36.0 decrease in murder. For last five years, Nyanga has been the capital of murder, but this time, because of the specialized approach, Nyanga has decreased 36%. Even last year, there was a decrease. We are indeed turning the tide against crime, especially in that province. For Zulu Natal, unfortunately, the same cannot be said about my home province. Ladies and gentlemen, the province has recorded the highest number of murders out of all the nine provinces, which increased by 10.6%. KZN also recorded an increase in sexual offences and trio crimes. Operational interventions are in place to stabilize KZN, including strengthening the resources under Operation Vala in Guazul Natal. Policing and COVID-19 pandemic. The COVID-19 pandemic has drastically defined traditional policing. Social distancing is the new norm affecting and arrest and deployment at the community service center certainly demands a different standard operating procedures. All men and women in blue in the Republic of South Africa collided with the drastic turn of events and had to immediately adjust while focused on the saving and protecting the nation. This invisible enemy is brutal and it is attacking everyone. <clears throat> in, the, in, in the call of duty during this pandemic, the SEPS has lost a total of 
total number of 113 police officers, while 12,138 have, have contracted the virus, with 254 hospitalized and 4,904 recoveries. So, may you pass our condolences to the members that have perished on the line of duty. We'd like to pay our respect and salute the role of our departed members in the fight against crime. We also want to convey our sincere condolences in the families, their children, spouses, colleagues, and their friends. And that was Police Minister Peggy Kele announcing the latest crime statistics reflecting a crime committed between April 2019 and March this year. So uh, to help us uh, better understand what these stats are actually telling us, uh, we're joined now by Dr. Johan Berger, uh, policing expert at the Institute for Security Studies. Uh, Dr. Berger, thanks so much for your time. As always, welcome to Update at Noon. Thank you very much. Dr. Berger, first and foremost, uh, Minister Kele admits that June has been a terrible month for women. Uh, We've seen all the protests against uh, gender-based violence, and uh, we saw there a record of 29 women murdered in one month uh, due to gender-based violence. What can be done at the policing level to improve statistics like this? Yeah, that, that is a big question, you know. I think the, as far as the police are concerned, one of the biggest challenges they face is the um, reduction in public confidence and trust. We, we look at stats, essays, reports over the last decade in terms of uh, victim surveys shows that uh, public trust in the police service decreased by, uh, by about 10%. Now, what this tells us is that, um, especially in terms of domestic violence and and sexual offences, victims would be uh, increasingly reluctant to uh, both report to the police and and they also express their dissatisfaction uh, with the way in which the police uh, treat their reports when they do report to the police. So I think... You, know, you, you need to look more strategically at what the police will do and can do to improve public trust and confidence. Now, I know a part of the police strategic plan um, is, uh, is to do uh, focus precisely on how to rebuild public trust and confidence. But a lot more needs to be done, uh, and, and much of this is contained already in the National Development Plan, and we simply have to go and look at uh, how to implement the, the recommendations of, of that, that plan. But unless and until they succeed in improving their image amongst uh, ordinary South Africans, they will continue uh, to have this, this, this difficulty. And then, of course, there are problems, uh, social and, and, and perhaps also economic problems, that the police cannot deal with that has a huge impact on the levels of these kinds of crimes. So the police can improve their performance, they can improve public trust and confidence, but a lot more needs to do outside of the uh, range of what the police do in terms of improving um, the relationships between people in terms of social and economic conditions and and so on. So it's it's a national effort, much more than what the police can do.
So murder in the country remains high, uh, Dr. Berger, with a 1.4 increase in uh, these latest statistics to 21,325 reported cases. And that works out to 58 people murdered in the country every day. And KwaZulu Natal has uh, recorded the most number of murders for 2019-2020. Again, with regard to the tactical strategy that police need to adopt, what do we need to do to deal with this unacceptably high murder rate in the country? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's much of the same. I think what, what we know about um, police effectiveness as far as interpersonal crimes such as murder, attempted murder, uh, sexual offences and, and, and assault is concerned is that um, we know, for example, that um, most of our um, murders happen in about uh, 13% of the police uh, precincts across the country. The police have the ability to identify, and I think they have done so already, um, because they list the, 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 the 30 um, uh, police stations throughout the country with the highest murder rate, with the highest uh, um, uh, rates of various other types of crime. So they know which be, uh, where these areas are, and, and, and what they should be doing there is um, to concentrate much more on, on targeted uh, and dedicated policing operations. Uh, in other words, do what the police do uh, best in those targeted areas. So concentrate your, your crime intelligence capability in those areas. Concentrate your other uh, um, resources in terms of uh, uh, policing in those areas. We've, we've seen now that in the areas that during the lockdown where they followed this approach, that it had a huge impact on crime, positive impact on crime. So this is what they should be doing. And, of course, they should do this in a professional and not in the abusive way that we saw during the early stages of the lockdown. But research across the world has shown that where the police uh, concentrate their resources in high-crime areas, doing what the police should be doing, they can uh, uh, get uh, positive results. So this is what we think uh, should happen in those identified areas. We're still sitting with a situation whereby 50 cars are being stolen in South Africa every day, and we saw uh, the number of hijackings uh, also going up, and uh, that went up by 13.3%. And if you look at uh, some of these uh, social media accounts, uh, uh, Dr. Berger, that actually show crimes, uh, one isn't surprised because they have shown uh, significantly more incidents of car hijackings. Now, this is this is the worrying thing about uh, about aggravated robbery and the increase that we've seen. Uh, and remember, this was mentioned, I think, before that this is for the eighth year in a row that aggravated robbery has also increased year on year, and and we don't see the same the same kind of leveling out uh, that we are seeing with murder. So, but amongst the aggravated robbery category are are the seven subcategories that include house robberies, uh, business robberies, and car hijackings, the so-called trio crimes. Now, um, there you have a decrease uh, as far as house robberies is concerned, uh, incidentally correlates with a decrease in, in residential 
the residential burglary uh, rate of 6.7%. So, so it's it's a very interesting question why you would have uh, house robbery uh, and 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 burglary of residential areas uh, decreasing, but you see this huge increase in in carjackings. Um, so. Uh, cash and transit robberies also decrease quite in, with a quite an impressive uh, number of percentage points, more than 10%. So the only conclusion I can I can come to is that it is a better paying uh, a crime now for criminals to focus on on vehicles. There must be a, a, a market, and again something that. The police, especially in terms of the crime intelligence capability, should focus on is the market for for vehicles that is driving this crime, and probably the increase that we've seen in in hijackings, especially. Um, that may be one of the reasons why the overall category of aggravating robbery uh, also uh, keeps on uh, or kept on increasing this year. Well, I wish we had more time. Unfortunately, we have to leave it there. But thanks so much for your time, Dr. Johan Berger, a policing expert at the Institute for Security Studies.